0: here our number 87738138118773813811 tuesday is e day election day this is when we storm the the precincts in massive numbers to vote you can vote early please go ahead and do it i did the time has come We're very lucky that we have this election now upon us because we cannot tolerate more of this. And it's amazing they send Obama out there and Hillary Clinton, they dust her off, pull the bag over her head, off of her head. And Biden is campaigning in the bluest of blue places where he won by like 30% of the vote just to show us he's still popular. These three... Three people have done more to damage this country than anybody I can think of. Now, what do I mean by that? Barack Obama left a legacy of horrific division in this country. He was a trained, indoctrinated Marxist. He was backed by former... Marxists who were domestic terrorists with the weather underground, among others. Remember what Michelle said? She finally was kind of liking America after he got elected. They hate America, and they become extraordinarily wealthy in their post-presidency. Of course, the Republicans will now be able to look at their tax returns, If they have the guts. Since everybody wants to look at Donald Trump's tax returns. Just to make sure, of course, that the IRS is properly processing the tax returns of wealthy ex-presidents. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Hillary Clinton. One of the main reasons they hate Trump so much. Is she was supposed to pick up where Obama left off. Remember what a radical she was. Remember how she was involved in the impeachment trial of Richard Nixon. She's always been a bomb thrower, Hillary. A radical whack job. Hillary has done more to tear this country apart than anybody but Obama. And what a Biden, you say. Biden's too stupid to lead any type of event like that, but he's a chameleon. When he got to the Senate, He partnered with racist segregationists like Eastland and Stennis and Byrd and Fulbright, all Democrats. Then he swung and became the lapdog for Ted Kennedy, a nasty leftist. And Biden used his power to try and destroy conservatives who were nominated for various seats. Clarence Thomas, among others. And now he has swung all the way to the Marxist left, and he is surrounded by all these Obama comrades within his administration and is destroying the country. This triumvirate has done more to damage America than any triumvirate I can think of. But they talk about democracy. They're concerned about democracy. You know, in Israel today, as an example, Benjamin Netanyahu has won the election. His party's won the election. But the way their screwy system works is he has to cobble together at least 61 seats from other parties, including his own Likud. Looks like they have 64, 65. Now, that said, it looks like Biden administration wants to interfere because they don't like some of the parties and some of the individuals who might be part of the Netanyahu administration well they practice democracy in Israel they had a vote they had a vote but Biden doesn't care all this stuff about democracy it's a funny thing when you have three individuals who've never shown support for democracy that is constitutionalism and republicanism never Obama hates America's founding he embraces every radical kook that's running for office Hillary Clinton, an Alinskyite, a radical leftist. She hates the founders of this country. And Joe Biden, Joe Biden will do whatever he needs to do for a legacy. These three people have done enormous damage to this country. They don't believe in this country. Joe Biden has been a bureaucrat his entire life. A bureaucrat. Just like Schumer, a bureaucrat his entire life. Just like Pelosi, let me tell you something. Those three, Pelosi, Schumer, Biden, don't have a single minute of private sector experience. Not one minute. None of them have ever suffered. Not for a minute. And yet they claim to speak for the middle class. Obama hates the middle class, as do most Marxists. Remember what he said about Guns and the Bible about the Pennsylvania citizens? You see, when the microphone is not on or the camera's not on, they, they express their real beliefs. Their real beliefs about the American people. They call us election deniers. They're Supreme Court deniers. They're Supreme Court decision deniers. They were deniers of three Republican elections. 2000, 2004, 2016. In fact, they work hard with their media surrogates to try and overturn the 2016 election, with a coup effort, to impeachment efforts, and all the rest of it. But the Democrats are deniers. They deny that there's inflation. They deny that gas prices are through the roof. They deny that the border is wide open. They deny that fentanyl's pouring over the border along with rapists and child molesters and murders, They deny about a sex trade going on in the border and drug cartels running our southern border. They deny that we need the police to police in order to protect our neighborhoods. They deny that crime's going through the roof. They're deniers, all right. They deny that free market capitalism creates prosperity, which is why they embrace Economic socialism. They deny that we were energy independent. Well, they destroy our energy sector and replace it with what? Propellers? Battery-operated socks? I don't know. And they don't know. They're deniers. What else do they deny? They deny individual liberty. They deny private property rights. They deny economic prosperity. They deny the rule of law. They deny stability and predictability. They deny American national security. They deny the nuclear family. They deny morality. They deny faith. Oh, they're the deniers. Trust me on this. They've called you deplorables. White supremacists. Insurrectionists. Threats to democracy. Racists. Semi-fascists. They've called you all these things. They view you. They view us. They view we, the people, as the enemy. They don't support democracy. They don't even know how to explain it. Joe Biden speaks to us like no other president would speak to the American people. He yells at us. He puts us down. He condemns us. We are the greatest people in the world. Why? Because we have the greatest governmental foundation in the world, the most liberty in the world. We don't need dictates from the federal government. We are the greatest people of the world. We've lost American after American and after American. Saving the world from Hitler. We lost 700,000 Americans in the Civil War to keep the country together and end slavery. No country on the face of the earth has ever done that. We defeated the Soviet Union. We've sent our men and women to every hellhole corner of the world. Protect the people we have nothing in common with. And yet, we could have conquered the whole world after World War II. We could have conquered the world any time in the last half century. But we didn't. Because we're Americans. Americans. Aren't you tired of being put down? Aren't you being tired? Aren't you tired of being put upon? Aren't you tired of the radical left-wing social experiments of which you are the main figures? Joe Biden, the way he talks to us. Abraham Lincoln never spoke to the American people this way, even in the worst parts of the Civil War. John Kennedy never spoke to the American people this way. Ronald Reagan never spoke to the American people this way. Donald Trump never spoke to the American people this way. Obama, Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, they have never felt patriotism towards this country. Never. And the Democrat Party has always, always been an evil force in this country. Of course, there are some exceptions. But not a lot. They point to programs that they created. Taxes that they raised. Regulations that they instituted. As if that gives balance to their support. For slavery. And segregation. And Jim Crow. And their opposition to integrating our schools. As if that gives balance To the rise of anti-semitism in the Democrat Party and the rise of racism yet again against Asians against Indians against Hispanics and of course against the white supremacist majority the white supremacist majority I want you to go to our military our military sites where people are buried And I want you to see all the privileged supremacists, the overwhelming majority of whom are white Christians, buried at Arlington National Cemetery and all the other cemeteries. Privileged, they say. Privileged. What has Obama and his family contributed to the nation? Absolutely nothing. Hillary Clinton, absolutely nothing. Nothing. Chuck Schumer, absolutely nothing. The Pelosi's, absolutely nothing. Most of the clowns on TV and the media, absolutely nothing. You know what they are? They're American deniers. They're patriotism deniers. And you're going to have a say in all of this. If you don't vote early on Tuesday, you're going to have a say in all of this. I'll be right back. love in. Rights, immigration, foreign policy, marriage, these subjects are a big part of political dialogue today. We talk about them often on my show. They're at the heart of so many campaigns this election. But what did our founding fathers say about these issues? We've moved so far from the founders' understanding of government that you'll be surprised by their answers. And my favorite college, Hillsdale College, has the best way to learn about the founders' deep and wise insights into human nature. Today, you can join Hillsdale professors Thomas West and David Azaraz as they explore the thoughts and ideas of America's founders in Hillsdale's newest free online course, The Real American Founding, A Conversation. So don't wait, folks. The midterm elections are right around the corner, and you need to understand the founders' thoughts about the pressing issues of their and our time. Watch the trailer video of The Real American Founding, A Conversation. It's a killer. And sign up for this new, completely free online course at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for By the way, uh, when the Democrats told us they supported body cameras for cops, they didn't tell us that they would oppose the release of the recordings when it involves some individuals that they do not want us to have the video of. So we have body cameras that were used by the police in San Francisco. We have recordings from the Capitol Police that have video running constantly in the Pelosi House. Well, what's the point? Why is it only released when you're going after the police? We paid for that, the taxpayers, taxpayers of San Francisco, the taxpayers of California, the taxpayers of America, in the case of the Capitol Police. I mean, they want Donald Trump's taxes, they want, I don't understand. What is the big deal? This is why we have public trials, by the way, so you can't do things in secret. The hypocrisy and the double standard is amazing. Now, you and I believe in law and order. We believe this scumbag should be tried, convicted, and thrown over the border back to Canada and deported. The difference between us and the Democrats is we believe that when it comes to all illegal aliens, particularly criminals. They do not. The southern border is wide open. So Americans are being brutalized. Both physically and economically. You have sanctuary cities. This is the consequence of lawlessness. But I do think we ought to immediately have the release of those body cam footages and also the Capitol Police footage. And you have a left-wing Democrat district attorney who has to face election, she was appointed because they threw out the other bum who won't allow it. You have a federal bureau of instigation the American Stasi that won't allow it. Why? Because the Pelosi family has suffered enough we're told. And I'm sure they've suffered a lot and I don't and I don't minimize that. But that has nothing to do with this. This is the rule of law. Now when we come back after the bottom of the hour, ladies and gentlemen, let's look at the great Democrats that the Democrat Party has put up against the Republicans. How mainstream, how substantive, how intelligent, how pro-American they are, one after the other after another. Let's take a look, shall we? I think we shall. I'll be right back. Rights, immigration, foreign policy, marriage, these subjects are a big part of political dialogue today. We talk about them often on my show. They're at the heart of so many campaigns this election. But what did our founding fathers say about these issues? We've moved so far from the founders' understanding of government that you'll be surprised by their answers. And my favorite college, Hillsdale College, has the best way to learn about the founders' deep and wise insights into human nature. Today, you can join Hillsdale professors Thomas West and David Azarad as they explore the thoughts and ideas of America's founders in Hillsdale's newest free online course, The Real American Founding, A Conversation. So don't wait, folks. The midterm elections are right around the corner, and you need to understand the founders' thoughts about the pressing issues of their and our time. Watch the trailer video of The Real American Founding, A Conversation. It's a killer. And sign up for this new, completely free online course at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com.
2: Mark Levin, the research arm of conservative media. Call in now, 877-381-3811.
0: Now let's see, folks, who the Democrats have nominated, who they want to send to the United States Senate. In Wisconsin, Mandela Barnes. There's no more radical Marxist in the Democrat Party in Wisconsin than Mandela Barnes who was chummy with Reverend Wright, with Barack Milhouse Benito Obama, who made the case to release 50% of the criminals in the Wisconsin jail and prison system, and who said it was terrible that the United States was founded, and this man wants to be a United States senator. How is it possible that it is a close race in Wisconsin. When you have a America-hating, red miscreant who wants to serve in the Senate for the purpose of voting to destroy America. It's no better in Georgia. Raphael Warnock. Raphael Warnock has made statements in the past. He hates the country. He makes racist comments. He hates the economic system, although it enriches him. Where he makes all kinds of money as a slum landlord and a preacher on the side. So why would Georgians want to send back to the Senate a man who literally hates America? In Pennsylvania, John Fetterman. I'm from Pennsylvania. I know Democrats in Pennsylvania. Democrats in Pennsylvania aren't wild-eyed whack jobs. Some are, but most aren't. John Fetterman is to the left of Bernie Sanders. John Fetterman only wanted to let out one-third of the criminals in the Pennsylvania jails and prisons. He didn't miss a single parole board meeting and often voted by himself to release dangerous murderers on the streets of Pennsylvania, specifically in Philadelphia. John Fetterman does not believe in fracking, which has made us energy independent, despite his lies today. He's on the record. We have video. We have have transcripts. So he's lying, just like Biden did in order to get votes out of Pennsylvania. It's his party that has the DA in Philadelphia put there by George Soros and the Democrat Party, who is letting criminals out on the street, and these criminals are killing mostly black people. Let's be honest. John Fetterman does not believe that your children should be educated in science and technology and mathematics and language and real history, he believes that they should be learning critical race theory, how to hate each other's guts. He believes your little kids in elementary school should be sexualized. And he doesn't believe parents should have a role in the education of their children. What kind of party nominates somebody like this? Putting aside that he's mentally and physically incapable of doing anything. We got one of those in the Oval Office. North Carolina, Sherry Beasley, another hard left radical who does not support the foundations of this country, the founding principles of this country. She does not support securing the border and law enforcement. In North Carolina. So that's four. Then there's New Hampshire. Hassan is very familiar to the people of New Hampshire. She has voted for every single thing Biden and Schumer have asked her to support. You come out of New England. You come out of New England. And you're voting to raise... Heating oil, diesel prices, gasoline prices on your own people? In New Hampshire? And now there's going to be shortages of heating oil? You're literally going to have people in New Hampshire paying enormous sums of money and having a supply issue in the middle of the winter thanks to people like Hassan and Biden and the Democrats. Look at Nevada. If Catherine Cortez Masto, her big issue is abortion on demand, partial birth abortion, infanticide. I asked the people in Nevada, is this your big issue? Do you agree with such a radical view? That's not where Roe versus Wade says we're going to codify Roe. No, they're not. They're going to codify the policies that exist in North Korea. That's a baby. We can agree. And the American people do not support what people like Catherine Cortez Masto support. Meanwhile, she voted to have 87,000 new IRS agents to join the other 90,000. They're not going to be sitting at their desks in Washington with their feet kicked up, eating kumquats. They're going to spread out throughout the country, auditing you. Well, I don't pay taxes. Exactly, auditing you. And you look at a state like Nevada, a lot of people get tips. A lot of waitresses, a lot of servers, a lot of waiters. A lot of casinos, a lot of restaurants. I could see a lot of people going to jail if the Democrats were able to do this. Look at Arizona. Mark Kelly. Guys like this probably I find the most pernicious. This guy's a former astronaut. So you just assume he's going to be a great patriot. And yet he voted for every single bill that resulted in destroying our economy. In destroying energy independence, in destroying our border. He's a border state senator. He's voted for every single bill destroying American sovereignty. He hasn't led on any issues that are important to the state of Arizona. He does nothing, then he goes to Arizona during an election and he pretends he's a moderate. He's not a moderate. It's a fraud, which is why they're having to pour in tens of millions of dollars in dark money to try and salvage his race. And yet, Mitch McConnell refused to spend one penny to help Blake Masters get elected in the state of Arizona. And his schlub right-hand man, Stephen Law, at the Senate Leadership Fund, has spent nothing, the masters, and there he is. He's almost, he's almost leading. Then we go to Alaska. Should be simple. Alaska, people of rugged individualism. Conservative people. But Lisa Murkowski believes she owns that state. And Mitch McConnell believes he owns the Republican Party even though he's nothing but a senator from Kentucky. Lisa Murkowski and Mitch McConnell have gotten together to try and destroy the true conservative, Kelly Shabaka. And they have even agreed that Murkowski should support the Democrat running for the House against Sarah Palin. So Murkowski endorsed the Democrat running for the House, and the Democrat running for the House endorsed Murkowski. The Republican Party in Alaska is being undermined by Mitch McConnell. He spent $9 million in Alaska to trash the Republican Party candidate, Kelly Shabaka, the conservative, when that money could have been used to help Blake Masters in Arizona or General Bulldog in New Hampshire. And he won't spend any money there either. Think about that. You should view Murkowski as the Democrat. And as a very liberal Democrat. Who's the number one, number one so-called Republican backed by the National Education Association. They've thrown hundreds of thousands of dollars into her campaign, Murkowski. Parents of Alaska, rise up! Conservatives and Republicans in Alaska, Murkowski is the Democrat. State of Utah. The idiot, Mitt Romney, just tweeted out, praise for Mitch McConnell. He tweeted it out minutes ago, that Mitch McConnell's responsible for any Republican successes we have, because he's raised hundreds, raised hundreds of millions of dollars. This is Romney and McConnell and the gutless wing of the Republican Party trying to spin the news in advance. Spin it for the Wall Street Journal editorial page. Spin it for the National Review. Spin it for Politico. Spin it for the Washington Post. Because what Romney hates is that conservatives, or even Trump, gets credit for these fantastic candidates getting nominated and elected. Because, let's face it, the vast majority of these candidates... Mitch McConnell and Mitt Romney didn't want. And Mitt Romney's commenting on this. Mitt Romney could not even endorse Mike Lee. What a sleazeball, what a schmuck. Mitt Romney, the biggest carpetbagger to ever serve. Born in Michigan, governor of Massachusetts, senator from Utah, Tricked millions and millions of us into wanting to be president of the United States. Biggest mistake I ever made is voting for him in the primary. Should have voted for Huckabee. No question about it. No question about it. So, Romney. So, there's this guy, Evan McMullen, who's running. Evan McMullen is a liberal Democrat. He's running as an independent to fool the people of Utah. He's backed 100% by the Democrat Party. They even pulled their own Democrat candidate. Tens of millions of dollars pouring into Utah from Democrat billionaires and dark money to try and defeat one of the most decent, principled, conservative senators, Mike Lee. Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Then we have the governor's races. We look at Hochul in New York. She doesn't give a damn about the victims of crime, the future victims of crime. She doesn't give a damn about the cops. She doesn't give a damn about any of it. It's not because I say so. Look at her. Listen to her. Watch her. She's done nothing. Nothing. And she can do a lot. And same with her whole damn party in New York. If you're a Democrat in New York, you've been stabbed in the back by your own party. And look at Michigan, Whitmer. First of all, Whitmer's as dumb as a doorknob. But she took every advantage of the virus to lock down the state of Michigan. To lock down every small business. To arrest anybody who stepped out of line from her viewpoint. To ruin your schools, to ruin your kids. Now she wants to be reelected. And I could go on. This is who, these are who the Democrat Party wants you to vote for. We have great candidates on the Republican side. Ron Johnson in Wisconsin. Herschel Walker in Georgia. Mehmet Oz in Pennsylvania. Ted Budd in North Carolina. General Boldock in New Hampshire. Look at the diversity of backgrounds. Adam Laxon in Nevada. We have Mike Lee in Utah. Masters in Arizona. Shabaka in Alaska. Dixon in Michigan. Lee Zeldin in New York would be absolutely unbelievable. We have the best candidates, despite the fact that Mitch McConnell trashed our candidates. Despite the fact Romney won't even endorse the senior senator from Utah. We know what's going on in this country, America. Turn out en masse. Patriots of all parties, of all backgrounds, of all colors. Let's save our country. Let's take it back from the Marxists, from the reparates, from the miscreants and the malcontents. Let's take it back from a Democrat party that institutionally hates America. And if they have power for one more minute, we'll take this nation down even further into the abyss from which we may not ever recover. I'll be right back.
2: Mark Le
0: Rights, immigration, foreign policy, marriage. These subjects are a big part of political dialogue today. We talk about them often on my show. They're at the heart of so many campaigns this election. But what did our founding fathers say about these issues? We've moved so far from the founders' understanding of government that you'll be surprised by their answers. And my favorite college, Hillsdale College, has the best way to learn about the founders' deep and wise insights into human nature. Today, you can join Hillsdale professors Thomas West and David Azaraz as they explore the thoughts and ideas of America's founders in Hillsdale's newest free online course, The Real American Founding, A Conversation. So don't wait, folks. The midterm elections are right around the corner, and you need to understand the founders' thoughts about the pressing issues of their and our time. Watch the trailer video of The Real American Founding, A Conversation. It's a killer. And sign up for this new, completely free online course at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. The Democrats like to talk about violence because they know a lot about it. In New Hampshire, police charged a man for a physical confrontation with Don Bolduck before the Senate debate. Police in Goffstown, New Hampshire, have charged a man for confronting Senate candidate Don Bolduck before a debate Wednesday night. Joseph Hart, 37, was taken into custody and charged with criminal trespass and disorderly conduct for rushing up to Bolduck outside the debate at the New Hampshire Institute of Politics on St. Anselm College campus. Bolduck's campaign says a protester took a swipe at the Republican. Well, he looks like a pig, this guy. They were calling him a war criminal, and then one of them must have said something or took a swipe at him when he was over there, shaking hands with his supporters. That's when all hell broke out. Senior advisor Rick Wiley told the Washington Examiner, and this activist seems to have rushed up to Bulldog to get close to the Senate candidate, never actually touches him in a video provided to the Washington Examiner, but threatens the candidate. And then, of course, you had Zeldin, who was attacked a month or so ago. Zeldin. And the Democrats, of course, and you had a Supreme Court justice, just one, Kavanaugh, who had been so thoroughly libeled during his nomination and thereafter, who was threatened with uh, assassination. So these are uh, Democrats doing these things to Republicans, to Republicans. Georgia, Tiffany Smiley. Washington State, Jennifer Ruth Green of Indiana. Boy, they've tried to take her out. Why? Again, because she is a black pro-American conservative running for the House in Indiana 1. So we'll get to all three of them, but first Michael Beschloss is a self-identified historian. He, He has Biden's ear, Biden probably has his daughter's hair, I don't know. But anyway, uh, I just want to show you how how much these people hate you. And it should motivate you like nothing more to demonstrate how you're going to throw their political heroes out of office. You know, we Americans, we pay our taxes, we make this country work better than any other, We pull our own weight. We help our neighbors. That's who we are. We're red-blooded Americans. But you wouldn't know it when you listen to Biden and Obama and the Clintons. You wouldn't know it if you listen to the Democrat Party surrogates in the corrupt media. You wouldn't know it if you watch the Yentas on The View and similar trash. You wouldn't know it if you listened to each of the Democrats who are now begging you to vote for them. And even in the midst of this, Joe Biden has now given two Castro-like speeches trashing the American people. Trashing the American people. Here's Michael Beschloss, one of the favorites of the Democrats, On the Constipated News Network yesterday, CNN, cut one, go. 1940,
3: Franklin Roosevelt didn't say, you know, the biggest thing I'm worried about is farm policy. Uh, Farm policy was important to him, but what he did say was, never before since Jamestown and Plymouth Rock has America been in such danger. Mm. Joe Biden is saying the same thing tonight, and a historian 50 years from now, if historians are allowed to write in this country and if there are still free publishing houses and a free press, which which I'm not certain of, but if that is true, a historian will say, what was at stake tonight and this week was the fact, whether we will be a democracy in the future, whether our children will be arrested and conceivably killed, we're on the edge of a brutal authoritarian system and it could be a week away.
0: So if Republicans win, I just want you to listen to this, this nut. Our children could be arrested and conceivably killed. It's just, this is, I mean, even for CNN to allow this to take place, Michael Beschloss' entire reputation is destroyed. He's unhinged. An authoritarian system. The man hasn't spoken up when the Democrats have have assaulted our Supreme Court. The man has no compunction about trashing an entire political movement and party. Maybe he doesn't remember that the Republicans did control Washington at one point. Donald Trump was president at one point, and none of these things happened. There wasn't authoritarianism. Courts ruled. The president listened. Unlike this fool in the Oval Office, the courts have to constantly pull him back. He rules by executive order. And I told you the other day, word is that after Tuesday, Joe Biden and his fellow travelers in the federal executive branch are going to be issuing executive orders left and right, violating separation of powers. You heard it here first. Now that said, he points to FDR. They love FDR. They love Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Franklin Delano Roosevelt wasn't some great civil rights leader for blacks. Despite the lies. But the phony historians, they have to keep propping up Franklin Roosevelt because he he destroyed our economic system. He drove the nation into a depression from a serious recession, which is what Biden is about to do if we don't defeat these Democrats. Franklin Roosevelt was so bad, and I've told you this before, that he wouldn't even support federal anti-lynching laws twice, 1934 and 1940. He refused. He refused to reintegrate the civil service that had been segregated by his progressive predecessor in the Democrat Party, Woodrow Wilson. He made many, many anti-Semitic statements before he was president and during his presidency. I could go on and on with these Democrats. I could go on and on. And yet it's, it's you who are going to vote in the midterm elections, who are going to take the children. Children will be arrested and conceivably killed. And he's not even challenged on CNN when he makes a dumbass statement like that. Not even challenged. But there's more. There's this Sonny Hostin who ought to be removed from the public square. Oh, I don't mean she can't roam around like a homeless person with a soapbox. But she's given a platform, paid an enormous amount of money by Comcast. Well, actually, it's not Comcast. I think it's ABC. To be a bigot. To be a racist. Sonny Hostin. Cut to go. But what's also surprising to me is the abortion issue. Um, I read a, a poll
4: just yesterday that white Republican suburban women are now going to vote Republican? Why? It's almost like roaches voting for raid, right? It's they're voting against their own senators. We've talked in Gilead. Okay, do they so do we, we, in the hands do we love tail? democracy or not? Because uh, just saying that it's it's insulting to the voter. People make up decisions
5: <laughs> on what's right for their family.
0: No, 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 no. You don't understand. The white women in the suburbs are cockroaches. Now, this woman is a lawyer. She says she was a prosecutor. She knows what she's doing. Are you white women in the suburbs, cockroaches, because you're not left-wing Democrats? Because you're going to vote on issues like inflation, gas prices, the, the pornography that's being taught to your children in the classroom, little kids being sexualized? and the racism being taught to your kids, your little kids in the classroom by the Democrat Party Teachers Union and the Democrat Party Education Bureaucracy. And now you're cockroaches. You see how this works? Your husbands are white supremacists, and their wives, you, are cockroaches. Aren't you sick of being called names? The only way this television show is able to be on the air is because many of you watch it stop watching it these sleaze balls these democrat party these democrat party types I'll leave it at that meanwhile they say look at who's dividing america dividing america it's the republicans who want to take your children Literally take your children and conceivably kill them. And you women out there who don't support partial birth abortion, infanticide, you're cockroaches. You're cockroaches married to white racist, neo-Nazi Klansmen supremacists. This is a bigot. This is a racist. She's even a misogynist. And there she is on TV, sitting there like a sanctimonious jackass spewing her stupidity. This is what you're up against. You enjoy it. You like it. Of course not. Well, you can. You can counter this. You can counter this. Then Jake Tapper, a Democrat operative on CNN, he just lost his 9 p.m. slot because he sucks. They gave him back to 4 p.m. Because he sucks. He's sort of a, a Chuck Todd, but on cable TV. Cut seven, go. President Biden
5: issuing this warning near the U.S. Capitol uh, this evening. Biden hoping that voters will cast their ballots with defending democracy in mind. The reality is, with six days to go, that's not where voters' heads seem to be. The latest CNN polling showing that the economy and inflation far outrank any other issue in voters' minds.
0: 51% say it's a top issue. Now, why Abort- is that? Because Republicans are not a threat to democracy. Conservatives are not a threat to democracy. They don't even know we're not a democracy, but I'm tired of educating them on this subject. Isn't it a funny thing? We defend the Constitution. And they're the ones that say the Constitution is old. It's written by white segregationists and slaveholders. We should throw it out. But it's us, you see, who want to destroy democracy. They're the ones who want to add four seats to the Senate so they can never lose a majority again. And it's us who are a threat to democracy. They're the ones who want to pack the Supreme Court with like-minded ideologues so we don't have an independent Supreme Court, which is the whole purpose of the Supreme Court. And they claim we're a threat to democracy. They're the ones who want to nationalize the election processes in every state. Not just to nationalize it, but to ensure that they can't lose, like they did in California with every county. Yet we're the threat to democracy. They're the ones who want to teach our children not history, but bigotry. And they say we're the threat to democracy. The Democrats. What a joke. The Democrat Party has never embraced constitutionalism or republicanism. The Democrat Party has never embraced Americanism. That's why they nominated a slew of American-hating Marxist candidates this time around, as well as others who go along for the ride and pretend that they're moderates. The choices couldn't be clearer this election. They've never been clearer than this. You either love America or you don't. I don't care what party you're in. You either love this country or you don't. And if you love this country, you better get off your ass and on election day you better vote or we're going to lose it. I don't care about all this red wave talk. These are pollsters. These are hosts. doesn't matter to me. And if there is a red wave, it can't be big enough as far as I'm concerned. There needs to be an American wave. Americans, patriots, of all backgrounds and faiths, of all colors, the whole spectrum, newly minted Americans or fifth-generation Americans, doesn't matter to me. You need to be the first ones at the polls on Election Day, or if you can still vote early, vote early. Or or we're going to lose the country. It's that simple. I'll be right back. Mud,
2: lovin'.
0: With the upcoming midterms, keep something in mind. You don't just vote at the ballot box. You vote with your every dollar you spend and the companies you spend them with. Verizon Wireless customers, you're supporting a company that dropped One American News. AT&T customers, your company owns far-left CNN. And T-Mobile, your CEO reportedly advised Democrats on how to beat Trump. Don't give your money to woke wireless companies. Instead, choose Pure Talk, a company that believes in family values. And they also believe in giving you great service at a low cost, like unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data for just 30 bucks a month. Average family saves almost $1,000 a year. I'm a Pure Talk customer, folks. Here's what I like. Same network. Network, same coverage, same phone, lower bill, and 30 days risk free. Switching can take just 10 minutes. It's a no brainer. Show corporate America you're done funding their leftist policies. Go to puretalk.com and enter promo code LEVINPODCAST, that's Levin Podcast, that's L E V I N Podcast, to save 50% off your first month. Again, puretalk.com, promo code LEVINPODCAST, Levin Podcast, L E V I N Podcast, and make the switch to my company, Pure Talk be on Hannity tonight 9 30 p.m. Eastern Time hello on the Fox News Channel I'll be on Hannity 9 30 p.m. Eastern Time Fox News Channel Uh, I was on Fox and Friends earlier this week I will be on Fox and Friends Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time at some point during that hour as well as Life Liberty and Levin at 8 p.m. Eastern Time you can tell I'm agreeing to do more than I usually would because, well, the country's on the ballot. I want you to think of it that way, if it helps. The country is on the ballot. You either vote for the country or against the country. You either vote for the country or against the country. Does that put things in its proper perspective now? That's the choice we have. That's what you're voting on. For the country or against the country. And we need to turn out like this is a presidential election. We need to overwhelm our political enemies who talk down to us, who disrespect us, accuse us of heinous things, who attack us based on our race, whatever our race is. It's enough of this. The Democrat Party doesn't own this country. Let me repeat that. The Democrat Party doesn't own this country. The Democrat Party doesn't own your ballot if you have voted for Democrats in the past. The Democrat Party abuses this country. It abuses the people of this country. It trashes the people of this country. And it's about power. It's not about democracy. Where, how, and when has the Democrat Party promoted democracy? Can you tell me anywhere? Where? The Democrat Party promotes itself. It doesn't care who votes. It just cares that you vote Democrat. And it doesn't care if you vote multiple times, as long as you vote Democrat. Doesn't care if you vote, and you don't have the right to vote as an illegal immigrant. Or, if you vote more than once or in the name of a dead person. They don't care, as long as you vote Democrat. The Democrat Party doesn't give a damn about you. Unemployment was lowered among blacks, Hispanics, Asians, and women, as well as Caucasians, under Trump. We had sound money. We were energy independent. You could afford food. There were no threats of energy shortages or massive increases in home heating oil or a handful of days' availability of diesel fuel. We didn't have any of these issues. We didn't have an open border where fentanyl was flowing through the country like water through a faucet. That wasn't taking place. These people aim to destroy this country and your way of life. They aim to destroy your family through our schools and elsewhere. And they intend to use the police powers of the STASI, the FBI, and the Department of Justice, and 87,000 more IRS agents to impose their will. Now, you got to stand up to this. And the way you do it is to vote and to make sure as many people as you know vote. I'll be right back. With the upcoming midterms, keep something in mind. You don't just vote at the ballot box. You vote with your every dollar you spend and the companies you spend them with. Verizon Wireless customers, you're supporting a company that dropped One American News. AT&T customers, your company owns far-left CNN. And T-Mobile, your CEO reportedly advised Democrats on how to beat Trump. Don't give your money to woke wireless companies. Instead, choose Pure Talk, a company that believes in family values. And they also believe in giving you great service at a low cost, like unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data for just 30 bucks a month. Average family saves almost $1,000 a year. I'm a Pure Talk customer, folks. Here's what I like. Same network. Network, same coverage, same phone, lower bill and 30 days risk free. Switching can take just 10 minutes. It's a no brainer. Show corporate America you're done funding their leftist policies. Go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast. That's L-E-V-I-N podcast to save 50% off your first month. Again, puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast, L-E-V-I-N podcast and make the switch to my company, Pure Talk. Well, it's a pleasure to have on the program for the first time Jennifer Ruth Green of Indiana. She's running in the 1st Congressional District, and she is solid. She's a patriot. She's a veteran. How are you?
4: Hello, Mr. Levin. Thank you so much for having me today. It's an honor to be here.
0: Well, it is a great honor to have you. So tell the people in America a little bit about your background and tell them about your district and the race you're in
4: yes sir i'm a third generation combat veteran uh, both of my grandfathers served in world war ii my father served in vietnam and i served in operation iraqi freedom and so my time was in baghdad as a counterintelligence agent vetting and recruiting spies uh, my dad's african american from jersey my mom's Filipina, born and raised in the philippines and they met while he was preparing to go to vietnam and so living in a multicultural family and uh, growing up in um, just that arena was very exciting for us. Um, A lot of different foods, multicultural, but uh, we had the opportunity to study Japanese growing up. My mom speaks Tagalog, my father speaks Russian, and so we had a strong upbringing with a great work ethic, a strong focus on accountability, and making sure that It was our responsibility to get the task done. And so those principles uh, helped us to identify with the Republican Party. And so as a lifelong Republican, it's been an uh, an encouragement for me to continue to see ways to help people and serve people more effectively. And so with this run for Congress, uh, I really had no desire to do anything other than to continue flying. I'm a pilot by trade. And after graduating from the Air Force Academy, started flying for a while but then transitioned to become a federal agent. And uh, I currently serve as a Lieutenant Colonel in the Indiana Air National Guard and left the tour as a commander of a cyber unit just recently. So really appreciated the opportunity to serve, developed a nonprofit to serve young people through aviation, I'm a certified flight instructor as well. And so between flying in the military, I just thought, man, this is life. It's great. Love my family, love flying, love serving. And I got the chance to see Speaker Pelosi at the State of the Union address in 2020 when she tore up the State of the Union address on TV. And I thought, this is despicable. You can Mm -hmm. clearly see how there is a clear lack of leadership because what we're portraying to the outside world is instability. What we're portraying is that we're a house divided and these people are adversaries. And now would be a good time for them to start planning an attack. And I thought... If these people understood the human cost of war they would conduct themselves differently on an international stage and so at that moment i took the time to see that fewer than 20 percent of people who serve in congress have worn the uniform and i said we need people who understand the human cost of war and that's what led me into this race and i continued to see things that uh caused me great consternation the box withdrawal from afghanistan the fact that military leaders uh, were not continuing to present us in a strong way on an international stage. We look at the aggression of China, the aggression of Russia, the aggression of North Korea, uh, the fact that we're begging Iran for oil. And I just think that these kind of things are struggles as a military member. But then I see how they're impacting the district as a whole. I live in Indiana's first congressional district. The district is right outside Chicago, and uh, we are in the northwest part of Indiana and our people are hardworking, blue-collar people, people who want to get up, who want to go to work, who want to take care of their family, who want to know that when they send their kids off to school, the ideology is, is left at home, and it's a matter of reading, writing, and arithmetic. The political and social ideologies are not in the classroom, and they just want to be able to retire and make sure that their grandkids are people that uh, are ready and primed to be leaders for the next, you know, uh, century. And so I think these are things that uh, we're lacking severely. And um, we talk about three things on the ground consistently as we've been running this race for two years. They fall into three categories, gas, groceries, and grandkids. People have to choose between gas and groceries when they go out every day. And they wonder why Congressman Frank Mervan is spending their grandkids' money right now. And so those are the three things. That's the reason why I'm here And uh, I believe that we will give Hoosiers better, because Hoosiers deserve better, and they know that we're going to bring it to them come November 8th.
0: Wow, that's fantastic. You have a hell of a background, and I think you'd be (laughs) superb in the House of Representatives. What a patriotic family. Let me ask you this.
6: Oh, thank you, sir.
0: You have a district that tends to vote Democrat, but you're in a race now, which is neck and neck. Is that correct?
4: Yes, sir. It is listed as a toss-up. And uh, we feel a groundswell. We feel a groundswell of excitement. And there are multiple reasons why this is a toss-up. The first is that Congressman Mervan has largely abandoned the district. 27% of the nation's steel comes through here, and he is the co-chairman of the Steel Caucus. And he has never once talked to or sent a letter to or in any way bucked against President Biden, as President Biden has tried to use, not has tried to, has used steel To navigate and negotiate with the european union as the president has rolled back president trump's Trump's tariffs from blanket tariffs to now quota tariffs and these things hurt our industry as goes steel so goes our economy and so people are frustrated by it they feel left behind they haven't seen him or heard from him in fact we challenged him to three debates and never a word and so we've also outraised him for three consecutive quarters and people are giving 1.3 million dollars for the last quarter uh 58 dollars at a time and that to me speaks volumes in the middle of a stag of stagflation preparing for a recession there are people that are willing to give their last dollar because they believe that we're doing something different we also have a lot of people that are coming in from illinois um seeing how politics that do not benefit or serve the people but yet serve elite dc politicians uh and leaders that are elite in illinois are causing them issues so they're coming over here as well and so we're just getting an influx of people who want conservative values want to take care of their family and people are fired up over here because they see there's an opportunity for something different this district has not been read in 92 years and come tuesday we're going to flip it back and we're very very excited about it
0: and you know the thing is your opponent has voted down the line for inflation down the line for uh Increasing gasoline prices and reducing the availability of diesel. You yes, reduce the availability of diesel, you can't run those steel mills. Uh, and also, uh, he is—he has voted to leave the border wide open. Uh, he's voted for 87,000 new IRS agents. In other words, this guy doesn't represent your hard-working, uh, blue-collar district in any way.
4: Yes, sir. You're absolutely right. You know, as a matter of fact, uh, Gary Indiana is in our district, and I am proud to have Gary Indiana in our district. Great people there, and uh, great city. But, but as Congressman Ravan represents that city, we see that there's a difficulty with crime, and crime is not just crime coming in from the border. You know, in 2021, the amount of murders were surpassed in 22, 2022 by September. So Jeez. more murders were committed from January. To September of 2022, than all of 2021, and there are three months. There were three months still to go, and so the congressman, if he could, he would eradicate the Second Amendment wholeheartedly. He would just take it away, and then also he wants. He voted to defund the police, so he wants to have people here who exist in Northwest Indiana, who don't have the ability to defend themselves. Cops who are underfunded and don't have, you know, we don't have rescue opportunities to defend ourselves there either. But yet the criminals can have all the guns they want and they want to have this lackadaisical prosecution so that people can have the opportunity to commit crimes as often as they want with little accountability. And that is not an America that we should allow people to sit and say, yes, you get a pat on the back for that. Yes, we will elect you again. Congressman Mervan is, is 100% out of touch on all of the areas that you mentioned, and crime is a big area, a big thing here, and I think we have to consider that, and voters will consider that come November 8th.
0: And he and his party have no idea how to reduce inflation since they created it by spending, and they actually believe more deficit spending will create less inflation. That'll have us push us right into a depression. They have no idea... Yes, about uh, people having to suffer with these gasoline prices. They're the ones who did this. Gasoline prices were affordable two years ago. And sure. uh, do you think the message is getting through? I'm sure they're pouring a ton of money into your district. They particularly hate minorities who are conservative. They, just, they, they really become particularly vile against uh, patriots like you. Do you think that's getting across what, what it is that they're incapable of doing?
4: I do. And I think I think the reason is because this race is not about Republicans or Democrats. This is a race about were you better off two years ago or not? And so when we talk to people and they say they are not better off two years ago, then we say we will do something different. Because if you continue to vote for Congressman Frank Frank Morvan, you're voting for more of the same and his unwillingness to do anything different other than the agenda that the Dems provide, just like you said, 99% of the time with Speaker Pelosi, that requires something different. We cannot do the same things over and over again and expect different results. And I believe minority populations here, they're focused on trying to make our communities better. And so when they say, hey, you will represent us, that's an encouragement to me because I'm committed to being a two-way messenger. I will admit, Mr. Levin, that the Republican Party has not had the opportunity to capture an African-American voting bloc, and I think there are multiple reasons for that. But one of the things that I think about is that I can be a two-way messenger. I want to be able to share the realities of Black culture with the Republican Party, and I have on multiple occasions, and I will continue to do so, and I want to be able to share about Republican values, conservative values with the Black community because the black community is largely conservative, but the black community is not largely Republican. And I think Mm -hmm. the only difference there is having someone with the same message, but being a different messenger because the messengers we continue to send have not been working.
0: Well, I think you're great. And uh, if you would tell people in Indiana, in your district and all over the country, if they want to help, where do they go?
4: Thank you, sir. They can visit us at JRG g o p j r g dot G-O-P would love to have you uh, see what we're about. Thank you so much, Mr. Levin. Very kind.
0: All right. God bless and good luck to you. Very much so. Wouldn't she be a fantastic member of the House of Representatives? I am telling you that we have unbelievable candidates running at every level in this country. We truly do. Unbelievably good. The Democrats have unbelievably bad candidates. And shame on Mitch McConnell for dumping on our candidates shame on him i'm just telling you that for senate these conservatives with the different backgrounds and experiences for governor same thing for the house just look at all these fantastic red-blooded americans from every background it's just it's exciting it's exciting it is and gosh, I hope most of them really do get elected. I really do. What a breath of fresh air from these old you-know-whats. Biden, Pelosi, Schumer. Yeah, I know. They're not exactly minorities, are they? I'll be right back. love in With the upcoming midterms, keep something in mind. You don't just vote at the ballot box. You vote with your every dollar you spend and the companies you spend them with. Verizon Wireless customers, you're supporting a company that dropped One American News. AT&T customers, your company owns far-left CNN. And T-Mobile, your CEO reportedly advised Democrats on how to beat Trump. Don't give your money to woke wireless companies. Instead, choose Pure Talk, a company that believes in family values. And they also believe in giving you great service at a low cost, like unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data for just 30 bucks a month. Average family saves almost $1,000 a year. I'm a Pure Talk customer, folks. Here's what I like. Same network. Network, same coverage, same phone, lower bill, and 30 days risk free. Switching can take just 10 minutes. It's a no brainer. Show corporate America you're done funding their leftist policies. Go to puretalk.com and enter promo code LEVINPODCAST, that's Levin Podcast, that's L E V I N Podcast, to save 50% off your first month. Again, puretalk.com, promo code LEVINPODCAST, Levin Podcast, L E V I N Podcast, and make the switch to my company, Pure Talk. I want you to go and read online. I'm not going to have time to get to it this hour, and I may not next hour, but it's very important, timely. Uh, The leaks to CNN now and very extensive. So the Department of Justice, the U.S. Attorney's Office, they're leaking heavily. Department of Justice mulling potential special counsel if Donald Trump runs in 2024 talks about all the secret behind-the-scenes investigative activity going on, subpoena grand jury information that's going on, secret trials that are already going on, uh, how they're bringing in uh, heavy prosecutorial guns from all walks of life into the Department of Justice, uh, into the U.S. Attorney's Office, with all kinds of experience and backgrounds regarding uh, January 6th and regarding the documents, mar a uh, and uh, trying to figure out how to proceed after the midterm election and if Donald Trump should announce. This is very, very serious attack on the republic. A very, very serious attack on the republic. Uh, some defense lawyers have said this is very scary. They don't know who's in their, their uh, sights. Uh, but this is what happens when you have unlimited taxpayer resources and you have radicals. Uh, Manning every level of the top levels of the Department of Justice from attorney general, to deputy attorney general, head of the criminal division, head of the national security section, the associate attorney general and the U.S. attorneys. They're bringing in experts from the Southern District of New York to provide information. um, And all this is being leaked tonight to CNN. So it's crucially important, again, that you vote. It's crucially important that the Republicans look into exactly what the hell is taking place here. Because this is a big deal, the police state uh, doesn't really care what you think uh, but there needs to be some level of checks and balances and some level of oversight. this is uh, just shocking uh, so just so you're aware this is what's taking place as I say it's been leaked leaked to the leaked to CNN and and they also have uh, Every intention of doing this, I believe. I don't think Garland has enough strength to stand up against his uh, his staff that he's appointed here. I just don't. I think they're trying to work their way from the bottom up and to impose this on the country. I'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to ask you a question. Did you know withdrawing your cash from the bank can be very risky? That's right. Banks are now required to spy on us for the government and they report any behavior they think is suspicious. It's true, and I was shocked when I read this Secret War on Cash from Swiss America. The new war against cash is really a war against the Constitution, against all freedom-loving Americans. So, you need to read The War on Cash. Get your free copy by calling 800-630-1492, 800-630-1492, or visit SwissAmerica.com. This war on cash is growing daily and also includes all forms of digital money. Please get and read The Secret War on Cash free to my listeners by calling now, 800-630-1492, 800-630-1492, or visit SwissAmerica.com.
1: He's here. He's here. Now broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin.
0: Hello America, Mark Levin here, our number 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811, it's a pleasure to have with us right now. Herschel Walker running for the Senate in Georgia, a Republican trying to defeat, in my view, a Marxist, an anti-American Marxist. Herschel Walker, how are you, sir?
1: I'm doing well, sir. How are you doing?
0: Very, very well. You're running a hell of a campaign. They've thrown everything they can think of at you, including uh, Gloria Allred. Uh, But you're sticking to the facts. You're sticking to the issues. uh, You're sticking to your principles, when it comes to inflation, when it comes to gas prices, when it comes to crime. But what is it like for all this money to flow into your state and to lie about your opponent, to try and build him up as something he is not, and then try to tear you down?
1: Well, you know, I knew it was something that I was stepping into when I decided to run. That's the reason my wife and I prayed about it. But this seat is more and more important than just them talking about Herschel Walker. This seat is about the Georgia people. And Senator Warnock, you you mentioned that he is a Marxist, and the things that he's done in the short two years to this state, to the people, is a shame. You know, he said that he was going to represent the people, and he went to Washington and represented Joe Biden. And he even said he was going to uh, speak for the women, and yet he voted to put men and women in women's sports, and this is less than two years. The things that he's done right now is a shame, and I'm going to fight, and I think they messed with the wrong Georgian here. Uh, what he's done is a shame. And I said again that I'm going to fight. And right now I think the people see that I'm putting up a good fight. They've spent over $100 million against Whoa. me already. And the race is virtually either tied and the lead would mean that they don't even have how to spend their own money. So they need to quit spending the people's <laughs> money. Though they seem to be continuing to spend all the money of the people, and yet they're getting rich by them putting money in their pockets.
0: Now, you know, Warnock is a slum landlord, which is really quite disgusting, throwing tenants out of the building they own through a go-between to try and cover up the fact that he's involved in that. He's been getting money from the church, over $7,000 a month, according to Free Beacon, to help subsidize his uh, Senate salary. All kinds of sleazy things going on there, aren't
1: there? Uh, He's got a lot of sleazy things going on. He's also getting money. For daycare, which uh, you know, what is he getting money repaying himself from daycare from his campaign? But you know, I think in the last cycle he got away with these things. But in this cycle here, he's not going to get away with it because if he had went to Washington, and did the right thing by the people, maybe I wouldn't have ran. But I'm not going to let him get in that seat because that seat belongs to the people of Georgia, and he's not going to represent Georgia as a guy that doesn't care about the people, because I do care about the people. He's been trying to separate the people through his his uh, thing in the church when he said america need to apologize for its whiteness when he said that america has a problem and that's racism it is time for us to grow out of that it is time for us to get leaders in washington that believes in the people that believes that we can bring people together rather than dividing people and you see what joe biden even last night on his speech and he said the threat of the demarcus the threat of democracy is him being in the white house the threat of democracy is, is Senator night with these high gas prices, his high, the crime in the street. That's the threat, the biggest threat of democracy is, is those people there who continue to try to uh, the, the bring fear into everyone out there to vote for them. But I want everyone to know this is not the new normal. We can't get back together and get back to being energy independent. We can get back to having safe streets again. We can get back to getting CRT out of our schools. We can get back to protecting our men and women in blue. We can get back to having a strong, strong military. And it starts when we get out and vote this coming uh, Tuesday. we got to get out and vote for people that believes in this country.
0: Yeah, no, no, beautifully put. And you know what? They underestimated you, Herschel Walker. They underestimated you on the debate. And Ronald Reagan used to say that they always underestimated him, and that was a good thing. It's a good thing they've underestimated you because you're coming out like a powerhouse right now. Uh, the debate, I thought you, uh, you absolutely beat him, uh, and I think these issues have hurt him. But the key issues are the economy and crime and our schools. He's just on the wrong side of those things, isn't
1: he? No, he's on the wrong side, and they don't even want to address them. That's the problem. You know, how can you fix something if you, don't, if you want to address the problem? You know they want to talk about everything else except the problem. The problem is this economy, and that is that you know he he voted four times against the Keystone Pipeline to give up our energy to the, our enemies, and then with their, their, their jobs, you know do they sending jobs over to other countries, and then we have no cash bail with all the crime that's going on in the streets. And then Senator Warnock he called our men and women and blue thugs and bullets. You know, he's got the morale down, the recruitment is down, and how can you have somebody in Washington that continues to want to divide, continues to want to separate, that has no respect for our law enforcement, and yet they voted him in last cycle? Well, it's time for him to lead now. He's he's done enough damage, and I called him wrecking raf because I said he's seen have wrecked everything since he got to Washington, and I think Joe Biden needs to go right along with him because he doesn't seem to know what's going on. And, you know, I was telling someone the other day, I saw the student loan uh, relief. And it was strange because Senator Warnock said he went to the the president's office and really, really got him to go with the student loan relief. And and yet I saw the student loan relief. The students were saying they're taking the money to go gamble. They're taking the money to go Mm -hmm. drink booze and to do drugs. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's not like Hunter Biden weekend. That's not a student loan relief. We got to get back to doing the right thing for the people of Georgia. And that is quit giving out money trying to get a vote. They continue to give out money, which is we don't have to get people to vote for them. But I think the people are waking up and starting to smell the coffee and know that these are the people we want to represent now.
0: Now you go around the state, you go into areas which in some cases are heavily Democrat. Uh, How's the reception?
1: The reception has been great. Uh, I think they're totally shocked that I do go in areas that, that are mostly Democrat because I want them to know I represent them as well. I want them to know that they, what they, what the left is saying are lying to you. That this is Herschel Walker. I'm here for you. I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to try to solve the problems that you have. And I think you got to get this violence out of, of being a Republican or being a Democrat. We shouldn't have violence toward each other because we disagree with our thoughts. But that's what the left has done since they've been in Washington. They brought violence and they pretending that the right is doing it, but that's not true. So I get into those areas and let the people know the truth, and they're starting to see the truth. And I think that's the reason people see this momentum is starting to swing the Republican way. So I think a lot of people are starting to wake up to their games and their tricks that they were doing.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Herschel Walker, if people want to help you, where do they go?
1: Well, I, I just encourage everyone to go to TeamHerschel.com. If you can contribute to the campaign, if you can have people down in Georgia that you can tell to vote for me, you got people that want to do door knocking a phone call, we're going to win this seat, because this seat does not belong to a Marxist, a guy that wants to separate uh, and want to divide. This seat belongs to someone that's going to represent the great people of Georgia.
0: I think you're fantastic. I wish you all the best, Herschel Walker, and, uh, and God bless and good luck.
1: Hey, thank you now, and God bless now.
0: All right, you too. He's a great candidate. They underestimated Herschel Walker, and they tried to destroy him, and he came back stronger than ever. You don't mess around with a Heisman Award winner, do you, Mr. Producer? Hell no. He's seen a lot. <laughs> He's had to put up with a lot. Grew up very, very poor, and look what he did. Look what he made of himself. We'll be right back. love, in. We have a star in the making here, Tiffany Smiley, in the state of Washington. Oh, she's on at 8.30. Oops, I apologize. She's still a star in the making. She's a fantastic candidate. We're going to have her on soon. I misread the screen. I know why guys wear eye patches now, Mr. Producer. I really do, because I can't see. It's a big problem. All right, let's go to some callers here. I didn't... uh, I didn't get many call- t- get too many callers last time. So I want to get the callers now. Anyone you suggest? W T R W Rick in Pennsylvania. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you, Mark? I am great. Thank you.
6: Well, uh yeah, I'm a dairy farmer out here and this uh this diesel fuel shortage it, it's uh pretty scary uh knowing that you know we might be out of diesel fuel in such a short amount of time it's crazy but i mean we've never never experienced anything like this before out here
0: and there's no reason to experience it other than the fact that we're being run by a bunch of people who are radicals and ideologues and so many americans are going to suffer and are suffering as a result of this but this diesel fuel, tell everybody why you need diesel fuel.
6: Um well we, we need it to uh to, well, we need it to feed our cows. Um we need it to plow the driveway for the milk truck driver to come in. And the milk truck driver needs it to get the milk to the creamery, from the farm to the creamery, so uh, Joe Biden can have his ice cream every day.
0: Mm-hmm. And our equipment needs diesel fuel. I mean, equipment needs diesel fuel. Truckers need diesel fuel. Assembly lines need diesel fuel. Uh, we need diesel fuel to make plastic and to make foam and to make the things that we put our packages, put packages together for our food. You need diesel fuel that comes out of the same oil as home heating oil. And so uh, you have a bunch of, of Northeastern and, uh, and West Coast leftists Setting economic policy and, uh, and environmental policy, and they're destroying everything in between. They don 't have the foggiest idea how your farm works, and they don 't care. no, they don't And you're it in uh, Kingsley, Pennsylvania, the great WTRW. Tell me where that's near because I'm from Pennsylvania. um
6: we're, we're actually we're in between Scranton, uh, Pennsylvania, and we're in between I mean uh, uh, Binghamton, New York. We're right up here okay. on the
0: border. Boy, you sure are. Gets cold up there, doesn't it?
6: Uh, yes, it gets cold. Uh, <laughs> You're going to get the, a double whammy.
0: You're going to get a double whammy. Because there's yeah. going to be uh, heating oil shortages now. I don't yeah. know what you use to heat your home, but uh, this is a disaster. Um,
6: well, I use I use firewood, but still, you know,
2: yeah.
6: we, we burn we burn wood, but... My grandparents, you know, they they can't cut wood. They're, they they heat their house on uh, uh, actually on diesel fuel, too. The mm-hmm. the home heating oil is actually off-road diesel fuel. That's the same right. They're be running our farm equipment.
0: And we used to use that to heat our home, which was a very old home at the time, outside of Philadelphia in a place called Cheltenham Township on Cedar Road. It was a home when we owned it that was already 85 years old. So right now it's probably, uh, what is it? I don't know. It's, it's 140, 150 years old, and it, and it uses home heating oil. A lot of people use home heating oil, particularly in these older homes or older communities in the Northeast, New England, uh, parts of the Southeast, and they are going to suffer. Yep. They are going to suffer. Yep. And you heard the trucker last night, if you were listening. He said, uh, our boss told us we might be uh, become unemployed. Because we don't have enough supply. And so the Democrats did this. We didn't have, let me ask you a question, Bruce. I mean, uh, Rick, I apologize. Let me ask you a question, Rick. This idea, while there's a war, Russia invaded Ukraine, which it certainly did, that that affects our oil and so forth. I don't know, did we get a lot of diesel fuel from Russia and Ukraine? How stupid is this argument? We produced most of this in our own country Self sufficient. I just hope people are awake, wide awake. I hope we cream them on Tuesday. May I say cream? You are a uh, dairy farmer. And let me say this, my friend. You know, I'm lactose intolerant, but now they make all this lactose free milk and ice cream and everything else. That's pretty cool, right? Uh oh. Yeah. Uh, You still there?
2: Yeah. All right, Rick.
0: I want to thank you, my friend. God bless you, brother. All right, let's keep going. Let us go to Doug, Pueblo, California. The great K V O R. Doug, how are you? Hi, Mark. How are you doing today? Great, thank you.
3: I'm a, I'm a longtime listener, first time caller. Thank you. I'm a grandfather. I had 25 years as a U.S. Air Force officer, partially serving you. during the Cold War. Mm -hmm. And uh, 12 years as a U.S. Navy contractor, Mm
2: -hmm.
3: I love my country very much, and uh, I'm scared for her right now. I want to commend you, especially on this day's broadcast and yesterday's broadcast, of your boldness in declaring the Biden administration as a commie administration. It fits very well with how I saw the communists operate during the Cold War and in my PME training. Many conservative talk show hosts focus on the 20-plus, what I call, uh, incompetencies or failures of the Biden administration, their attacks on American family, society, culture, and government. I call these uh, incompetencies more so multi-frontal assaults, based on my uh, military background. I don't see them as independent examples of incompetency rather I look at it in more of a big picture I think it's kind of like started from the Obama administration and it's all about transforming our nation into communism
0: it's a, a, it's an Americanized form. there's absolutely no question they, they this whole climate change thing as you can see is really not about climate at all it's a degrowth movement so that is why they attacked energy immediately with their bare majority, with their bureaucracy, with their executive orders. They attack the heart of our capitalist system, the heart of our prosperity that's involved in everything, our food production, our clothing production, our housing production, our mobility, our manufacturing sector, our farming sector, you name it. That's what energy does, and they have grabbed us by you-know-what. And they did this because they want to shrink the American economy despite all their propaganda. Why do they want to do that? Because they are economic socialists and cultural Marxists. That's why. Now, it's hard for patriotic Americans to understand this, but understand it. This is a battle for your freedom. It is a battle for the kind of life you and you want, you want for yourself and your family. That's exactly what it is. What kind of a country has open borders? A country whose ruling class wants to destroy it. Why? To empower itself, once and for all. They don't like elections. At least they don't like elections if they lose. And so they use the propaganda of what it is that they believe, and they project it onto all of us, like somehow we're uh, we're dismissing elections when we raise serious questions about all their lawyers and what they're doing. And all their crooks and what they're doing, it's appalling. Doug, I want to thank you for your call, my friend. Pueblo, Colorado. Do we have time for another call, Rich? Bruce, Glade Spring, Virginia, the great WMAL. Quickly go right ahead, my friend.
3: Okay, thank you for taking my call. I think uh, Herschel Walker is 100% right. The greatest threat to democracy in this country currently is the Democrat Party, hands down, and it's not even close. The thing it is is like what's on the ballot on November 8th is, do you want to remain a U.S. citizen or a U.S. subject? That's the bottom line. That's where we're headed.
0: That's a great way to put it. Do you want to be a subject or do you want to be a citizen? 100%. I'll be right back. Welcome back, America. You know, Washington, the Democrats, Washington, D.C., are scared to death. They are panicking because Tiffany Smiley has a real shot at winning the Senate seat from a 30-year incumbent in Washington state. Tiffany Smiley, how are you?
5: I'm good, Mark. Thank you. Thank you for having me on.
0: Well, it's my pleasure. So these issues are really cutting in your favor, which is inflation the price of gasoline, the price of everything, in fact, crime. Your opponent has been a 30-year Washington bureaucrat who just sides with the leadership in that party, so she doesn't have any answer to these issues, does she?
5: No, she doesn't. In fact, that's why we are tightening in the polls is because I've been talking about these issues that are facing Washington families for the last 18 months. I got out and listened to understand what they were facing Senator Murray won't even touch these issues. She will not address the fentanyl coming across our southern border. She won't address the inflation that's crushing Washington families. And we have some of the highest gas prices in the country. She still doubles down on her agenda, which I called her out in our town hall. I said, Senator Murray, if, if all of these things that you're saying are so great, why aren't they working? Why am I talking to families all over Washington state who are suffering? And you fail to acknowledge that we have an issue. This is exactly why we will win, Mark.
0: Now, on issues like gasoline, they're so ideologically opposed to drilling, to refining, um, to uh, the oil industry. What is it that they expect to do? I mean, do they not see what they're doing to the average family? It's only going to get worse.
5: Yeah, no, you're exactly right. And I make sure in every room I go into that I let the great people of Washington state know that Senator Murray really waged war on our American energy independence. She shut it down. She shut down billions of um, of dollars of wages and she gave it to enemy countries that hate us that Senator Murray took max out donations from the Nord stream two pipeline lobbyists. So she would rather line her pockets than lower our gas prices. And last time I checked, I don't think Russia really has any environmental standards. So why are we not doing it here where we do it best and lower the cost of gas for families? It's absurd what's going on. And and people need relief. We have some of the highest gas prices here in Washington state. Um, our message has a solution. They know that they will be sending a leader and a fighter who will go fight for Washington state. Senator Murray only works for Washington, D.C., and that couldn't be more clear than in this race.
0: And really, Senator Mary only works for the Democrat Party in Washington, yep. D.C. She's not yep. exactly an across the aisle type of no nope. senator, is she?
5: She's not at all. In fact, I let everyone know um, that she, you know, in the 30 years she's been in the Senate, uh, she has only gotten nine bills across the line. Nine. So that tells me a couple things. That tells me, number one, she doesn't work. <laughs> Um, she just a rubber stamp go along to get along vote that's cost all of us here in Washington state. And number two, her bills are so extreme and she's so incompetent that she cannot work with anyone else. Completely ineffective. That's what that tells me. And that resonates with Washington voters all over this great state. They're ready to elect someone who will go pass and fight for them and pass bills that actually deliver results and make their, have a positive impact on their lives.
0: Yeah, and that's the other thing. They run on these ideological issues like democracy yep. is threatened. Democracy's not threatened. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Uh, or that all the Republicans are semi-fascist. How do you expect to garner votes from people you that's keep right. trashing?
5: You know, Mark, this is such a good point. And I called her out on this because she has spent millions trying to paint me and my family as a threat to democracy. Um, I know you know my family's story. My husband lost his eyesight serving our country in Mosul, Iraq. I quit my job and dedicated my life to, to not just standing up for my husband, but for veterans. And so on the debate stage, I made it clear. I said, Senator Murray, you tell everyone here in this audience that you, to their face that you think me and my family are a threat to democracy, or you disembowel your campaign's dangerous rhetoric that continues to to further divide this country and our amazing state because we are more alike than we are different and this is about unity and bringing people together her messaging her just typical democrat messaging that they thought they could use to score political points and win a race is backfiring and rightfully so she's not the future she's not here to unify she's here to divide and and, and conquer just for power instead of Being focused on delivering results, that's what we are. My campaign, Smiley for Washington. Anyone can join us, smileyforwashington.com. We are here to deliver results, to provide hope. I have a whole agenda to turn crisis into hope because people are suffering. Um, Our messaging is clear. Senator Murray, you know, she she spent millions (laughs) to paint me as someone I am not. And I tell every room, Mark, that, you know, she spent millions to try to make this race about me. But it's not about me. It's about the incredible people in Washington State. It's about their jobs, their family, their children. Um, that's what's on the ballot this November. And that's exactly why polls are tightening. I'm not surprised. There, there is so much enthusiasm on the ground here in Washington State. In every room I go into, standing room only, hundreds of people coming out, people who've never been involved politically. They know that this is our chance, um, and we are ready to retire Senator Murray.
0: Listen, you've run a hell of a campaign. You'd be a great (laughs) senator. I really do think you've tapped into the interests of the people rather than, uh, you know, Murray, who just is an apparatchik for the radical left in the Democrat Party. So if people want to help you again, where do they go?
5: Yes, smileyforwashington.com, all spelled out, smileyforwashington.com. Uh, We're going to continue. You know, I'm on a bus right now actually going all over Washington State. We're going to continue doing that all the way through Election Day. The momentum is on our side. People are ready for change. And, you know, Mark, these aren't Democrat or Republican issues. This is America. These are American issues. This is about the safety and livelihood and future of our children. Um, And that's exactly why we will win this race.
0: I agree with you 100%. God bless you. Good luck to you. Uh, Thank you. Tiffany Smiling, you folks in Washington State, you have a great chance here to have a great senator. Good luck.
5: Thank you. Appreciate
0: it. We wish her very, very well. I tell you, we have great candidates all over the country from sea to shining sea. We really do. I'll be right back. love, in. At checkout fastgrowingtrees.com code LEVIN. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Please visit fastgrowingtrees.com for details. We have absolutely fantastic candidates up and down the line. We really do. They've been underestimated. They are citizen candidates for the most part. They are solid. They love this country. They're concerned about what's going on in your lives with inflation and gas prices, the destruction of women's sports, the destruction language, the destruction of our classrooms. We got to sweep out these Democrats, broom them out and bring in these Republicans. This is a different breed of Republican. It's a completely different breed. It's not a Romney. That's why Shabaka needs to win in Alaska. We don't need any more Lisa Murkowski's. We need people who are solid, who are Reaganites, who are principled. And that's what we have here. This this crop of Republicans, Washington's already scared the hell of them. The Democrats and Biden are frightened to hell. The media are frightened to hell. They're doing everything they can to stop them. Everything they can. One after another, after another, after another. They're fantastic. Now, I don't know how the will turn out, so don't hold that against me, but I'm telling you, we've brought them on the program. Don't they sound great? And some of them have really solid backgrounds, most of them. Most of them. That's what's making me excited folks, that's why I'm excited because I, I, I really believe that this is, this is potentially revolutionary in a positive way. Please make a difference. Please make this happen. Please put all the static out of your head. Don't read the Washington Post. Don't read the New York Times. Don't read your local papers that are run by Democrats that just assume run for their party. Forget about them. Don't pay any attention to them. Be excited. Be motivated. Be inspirited. And I'm serious about this. We have a tremendous opportunity here. Thank God there's an election coming up. Thank God. And if you can vote this weekend in some states, vote. This is the big, big, big weekend before the Tuesday election. It makes a huge difference what you do in your individual role in your life. Don't think you can't do anything uh, you know, I'm an electrician, I'm a plumber, I'm a, I'm a driver. I'm a, Are you kidding me? Just your little circle of family and friends. That's all that makes a difference. It makes a difference. Do something more than you normally would. And do it early. Hillary Clinton on CNN today. Just listen to this. Cut 12, go. Go.
4: In fact, the work that has been done by the Democrats in helping the economy and helping people deal with what is global inflation, not just American uh, inflation, uh, is truly impressive. And we've got to get that message across more effectively.
0: You've got to get what message across more effectively? You burned down our economy. You did what you wanted to do. You destroyed the currency. You did that on purpose. We've been talking about it now for over a year. You destroyed our, our energy industry, which is outrageous. Outrageous. The consequences, the full consequences of which haven't even been felt yet. Joe Biden trying to cut some deal with the Saudis. Please don't cut supply until, until after the midterm election. What kind of a, what kind of a schmuck is this? And then it's the, the Ukrainians, you see, because we used to get all this oil from Ukraine. No, we didn't. They just keep lying. They lie about everything. They have to lie about everything. All they care about is power. Folks, push them out of office. It's time to get rid of these people. Vote them out. And we have a great, great group of candidates here. I'm telling you. I've never been this excited about it, truly. Let us go to Dimitri Lake Placid New York the great XM satellite. How are you, sir? I'm good, Mark. Can you hear me?
7: Yes, sir. Greetings from Ukraine for you and American people.
0: Thank you, sir. I
7: just came back I just came back from Ukraine. The spirit is high. Ukrainian people want to defeat Putin, and they, every day I went, they told me that they thank America very much. They mentioned your name a couple of times, all times. Really? They, they I didn't know I you. was
0: known in Ukraine, but
7: that's good. Well, the, you, your background is from Ukraine, I think. That's what they told me.
0: Ukraine you know, and Russian. Yes. It's Ukraine and mm-hmm. Russian.
7: Yes. But anyhow it was uh it was a it was a very interesting trip to see how Ukrainian people resilient, they wanna be free, they mm-hmm. wanna have American European education, they don't want any Putin Tell them what to do, they're losing their lives.
2: Mm-hmm. They've
7: been attacked but they're gonna fight till they win. And the message American people, please don't drop help, help. we win. we don't need boots on the ground. Just send us more Havitzer
2: uh-huh. and some
7: f sixteen they need f sixteen they need plane uh-huh. but their spirit very high they It uh, doesn't matter if it's elderly eighty years old woman or it's a twelve years old boy. They all want to win. they suffer a lot. I went to the graveyard of the young Ukrainian soldiers, paid them respect. Mm -hmm. And my family suffered in Ukraine during World War II, too. My grandfather was uh, killed by Nazis in Kiev, so it's all in the family. So it's it's an amazing uh, job Ukrainians do for freedom. I give them a lot of credit.
0: They're fantastic. They have fought fantastically. They have fought brilliantly. Nobody outside of Ukraine thought they could do what they're doing. Nobody. And they have stopped the Russian army. That is a huge deal. They have stopped the Russian army. And if they still had nukes like they had in 1994, Putin would have invaded in the first place. He would not have. But uh, that's the way it goes.
7: They were naive to give them away. Uh, yeah. You're absolutely right. But you know, they don't even call that Army Russians. They call that Putin's army. They yeah. call them Putin's hordes because it's not very disciplined, very organized army. They kill civilians, destroy infrastructure. It's not mm-hmm. the Russian army.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Dmitri, thank you. Don't be a stranger. And when you go back, if you go back, you can tell them, at least on this program, 100% support. And God bless you, my friend. All right, folks, another day closer to E-Day, that is Election Day. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, and emergency personnel, and our truckers out there, and I want to salute you, the Army of Patriots, who are going to save this country now and in the next few days. See you tomorrow.